What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Now, war of the Gulf Arabs against these Iranian surrogates. In the very wow. Wow. We've got Charles Fattis with us today, and um, Iran is uh, is always a, a fun topic. I think we've been talking about Iran since the 70s in news. Uh, <laughs> why is Iran, it seems like we've got this whole thing with Iran and Iraq, and they're constantly uh, together. Uh, what's the latest there? Well, here, here's the thing that, that, that is kind of inexplicable to me. Obviously, we are focused on ISIS as a threat, and they obviously are, and they're a bunch of very dangerous guys, and they need to be taken care of. But because we are so focused on this threat from groups like ISIS, somehow or another we seem to have decided that the Iranians uh, should be friends of ours and that we can trust them and that we can cooperate with them. And so we are allowing them to get away with murder. As I said, they basically just took over the country of Yemen. Uh, they are building these Shia militias in Iraq. So they have their own military on the ground, and they're basically building what are bound to small Iranian-backed armies inside Iraq. But these are armies like Hezbollah is an army. I mean, these are radical Shia guys who owe their loyalty to Iran, and we're just allowing this all to happen because right now they're fighting ISIS. And and everybody could see the writing on the wall. When and if they do defeat ISIS, they're then going to turn around and tell us to get out. <laughs> and they're going to control the and they're going to control the whole country. Uh, and we're not doing it. I mean, it's like there are these two monsters stomping around the city, and we've decided one of them must be our friend. You know, the bad news. <laughs> bad news is they're both enemies. That's the really bad news. Yeah. I, I don't understand why <laughs> see this 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 goes back to all sorts of foreign policy things in in the past not just over in the Middle East but what it seems like the United States has this history of, of, of we get into certain situations like if we find a dictator somewhere and we're like ah we don't really like him he's not playing ball we go take him out we put our our guy in there. And then he, he, he rebels or screws us. And then we're like, ah, we got to go take that guy out. And now we've gotten into this thing, like you were mentioning there, where we realized, where we're like, you know, we're just going we're gonna, to gonna hang out with Iran for a little bit. And then, like I said, or like you were saying, when, when they're done doing their thing, they're going to turn around and say, get out, just get out. Why, why do we have this, this history of doing that, Charles? Well, I think we have a history, unfortunately, of people who don't really understand situations making decisions without bothering to sit down and talk to experts. I mean, I'm not suggesting that the experts should be left on their own to make decisions. You might want to talk to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about before you make a decision. This this Iranian thing is inexplicable to me because we are we are really are cozying up to them. In fact, if you read the Arab press, they say straight out every day that, in effect, the Iranians and the Americans are now allies. 
as mind-boggling as that is to the average American. That's the perception. And three weeks ago, the Iranians had a mock-up of an aircraft carrier, a U.S. aircraft carrier in the Persian Gulf, and they were blowing it up with missiles and screaming death to the great Satan, as they usually do. <laughs> and and I, I would think that's a clue that they're probably not your buddies, that you probably, but apparently not. Apparently that's too subtle. Like, to get the hint. <laughs> Charles Fatt is with us today here on the broadcast, and uh, he joins us live. Chemical weapons, why do we care that ISIS just blew up a chemical car bomb? This is, uh, this, this is something that I've, I've often wondered why we haven't gotten to this point with terrorism and other things, because this, to me, looks like the next, uh, next scale of weaponry yep. is using chemical weapons is, is that is that what you're you're seeing here yeah well I mean, that's a, that's a really big fear because you know if you can if you can kind of crack the code of how to effectively use chemical weapons you can kill a lot of people and and um a, f- a few months ago there was a big deal about um isis might have acquired some really old iraqi mustard gas and so forth and at the time when i was talking about it in various venues, you know, I said, yeah. don't worry about it, first of all, it's been around so long that it's been a use, and, but the, the really thing you do need to worry about is these guys will come up with chemical weapons all on their own, you don't need, it's not the only thing they can do is steal old stuff, they can make, well, they have now detonated a car bomb, they used it against the Kurds, or truck bomb, I think it was, which included chlorine gas, and the Kurds reported that, you know, and they've had some experience with gas attacks, they know of what they speak. So, yeah, this is very bad news because once you start to see them utilize this technique, you can expect you're going to see it elsewhere, including when they can outside of Iraq, outside of Syria, you know, Western Europe, the United States. And uh, and there are a lot of chemicals that they don't have to make. You know, you, there's a lot of industrial chemicals that if you get a hold of and you release will do just as much damage. Charles Fattis with us today. Charles, uh, I know that you're you're out there writing and and you're constantly uh, putting putting different things up on Epic Times and some of these other sites. Um, what, what's what's the big topic this week, my friend? You know, actually, right now I'm working on a on a piece taking a deeper dive into this whole business with Iran and Hezbollah and what our policy is and uh, kind of reviewing some of the history of what Hezbollah has done to us going back to the Marine Barracks in 1983 to kind of refresh people's memories on uh, how dangerous these guys are. Well, uh, Charles, I always uh, appreciate your time and your candor and your expert analysis, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful week. Yes, sir. Thank you, Charles. Appreciate it. Charles Fattis with us today. We're going to take a time out and uh, come back with more here on a big program. We've got a great new marketing partner out there. When you turn on the TV nowadays, there's a lot of violence going on. People are hurting each other, shooting each other in the streets, dropping bombs on schools. Ever wonder if good people still exist? The whole world may seem like it's gone crazy, but there's still nice people out there, decent people doing the right thing that can make a huge difference. Seeking Human Kindness is a good book showing there are good people around the world who want to make the world a better place. Sometimes doing something nice for one another can take your mind off things that are wrong with the world. Focus on the goodness of people and you can check it out on Amazon.com. It's called Seeking Human Kindness. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. 
Let's talk about one of our great marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Great Indiegogo campaign. John Rose Publishing Marketing Campaign. The campaign started on July 18th and will close on September 16th at midnight Pacific. Flexible funding available. You can donate as little as $5. For those that contribute $5 or more to this campaign, you're going to receive the e-books of your choice, equal to or better than the value of your contribution. John Rose Publishing, a brand new 